Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, it's it's Dave DeVito. Um, I'm just coming here to say uh, that I love the Fallout app, and I would like to tell you about the service that they use to make this podcast. It's called Anchor. The best thing about Anchor is it's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you could even add songs from Spotify directly to the episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you're going to be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can now make money for your podcast with very little, uh, minimum, little, little, little listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. This is your official civil defense broadcaster. One of the greatest threats would be radioactive fallout. Uranium fever. Where fallout is heaviest, it can even kill those who have not taken proper shelter. Broadcasting deep underground in a questionably constructed survivalist bunker is Dave Chaffins and Kenneth Vigue, and your host as always, Mr. Robots. This episode of the Fallout Hub is brought to you by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Open enrollment for advanced robotics courses starts now. Totally nothing sketchy going on. Nope, not at all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fallout Hub, another episode in which we have lost Tom as our host, so I have to do a wonderful rendition of an intro. Uh, this is a weekly, bi-weekly, sometimes, sometimes, always, Pete, you know, remember your, your um, please my dear Aunt Sally, that fraction of the order of everything goes. This is what? a Fallout show. <laughs> I am I am off my rocker today, and I said I would do this intro, but let me tell you something. It's crashing and burning. So before we go entirely off the rails, let me introduce to you my good friend, Kenneth Vigue. Kenneth, how are you? 
I'm good. Uh, I haven't been taking Monster Energy Drink intravenously like you have, but uh, mm-hmm. I feel pretty good. Yeah, you know, before every show, I get my I get my uh, hit of caffeine, and so I'm always I'm always prepped for it. But at the beginning, it's a little. I mean, it's coming in a little unstable. You know, I'm a little bit un I'm unhinged, as they would say. A little bit, yeah. Uh, my name is Dave Chaffins, uh, and I am obviously geared up to introduce our guest from the Atomic Stop. Today, we have Scully Face. Scully Face, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Caffeine. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is my lifeblood. That's what I live off of. That's how I go about my normal life without um, being a total troll. Or else I'll turn into a gremlin. It's like the opposite effect. I have to have it, or else gremlin. Uh. <laughs> joining the joining the group here, we've got uh, Finwell Terran. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. Nice to be here. Uh, all right, all us. right. <laughs> good to see you both. It's good to see you again. Um, we last had you as a a silver shroud among us, uh, doing a little bit of fundraising fought for hope last time that's right and rounding out the quintet we've got tristle plays how you doing i am fantastically caffeinated just like you yeah <laughs> tristle plays is live on the line the <laughs> oh i would love to do that but no i'm a caffeine owner so give me give me a pitch. I want to hear a pitch. You know, this is Shark Tank where we hear all of the latest pitches, but I want to hear about the Atomic Stop and what that is for people who may not know. Um, so the Atomic Stop is pretty much a, a show that's focused mostly on the Atomic Shop, but also uh, we feature special guests and we take a look at their camps. So it also gives our viewers an idea of what they can do with some of the Atomic Shop items that they see in the store. Where did the that's name? A good, that's like that's uh, a good name. Okay. Sorry. Oh no, yeah. I was just saying that's a good name, and I entirely interrupted you. So now you can may have the floor. I yield my time to the floor. <laughs> was that? Uh, how long did it take you to come up with the name? Did it just kind of um, pop in your head as fun play on words? So originally, our our name for the show is Atomic Shop Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was pretty much a joke between Chiz and I about our spending habits. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we were joking about how maybe we should stream this to justify our spending habits of buying atoms and everything from the atomic shop every week without fail. No, <laughs> so, yeah. And then I think was it one last one late 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 night about 20 rounds of a million giggles and shopping and ooing and overing. I think we just said, let's do this. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I pushed Scully to do it. I would just, I'll be your, I'll be your, your cheerleader. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I just, literally her words were, I just want to go to TwitchCon. I was yeah, like, I want to take you with me. I just want to go to TwitchCon. That's a good reason to start the show. <laughs> Can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> I, want. I just wanted to go to TwitchCon one year later and three shows later. <laughs> but yeah, eventually we did change the name to the Atomic Stop because we were a little worried that we might get in trouble with having an Atomic Shop in the name down the road. So mm-hmm. uh, we changed it. Uh, Rad Rux came up with the idea for Atomic Stop. And I was just like, what if we put a the in there? Because I love, I love 
names that start with the. <laughs> and yes, that sounds like a really cool gas station, like that you would run into on like the Pacific Coast Highway. Like, welcome to the Atomic Stop, and you have like you know some like you know fancy surfer dude working there, and it's got all that like retro stuff. I, I can picture it. I'm like pitching you a gas. Talking about a Twitch channel. Forget I was even here. <laughs> Drive in, fly out. You talk. Yeah. <laughs> I want to build something. I'll be right back, guys. Follow <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh, my Red Bull. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of makes sense, though. It's uh, I I've seen I've, I've watched a, a, a few of the ep- episodes of um of the content that you guys do on Twitch, um and. It's funny to me because it's like taking something that's like, I mean, I'm sure if you looked at it, it's it's kind of like people that 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 are addicted to buying like a very particular thing. Then once they like plan it out in a spreadsheet and they look at it, they're like, hmm, maybe this isn't the best. But it's probably minimized more than I would think like a a, a tech YouTuber is, where they're like, this is my new Samsung Galaxy Eight, and the next week they're like, this is my Samsung Galaxy Nine, and then <laughs> and so on and so forth. So I feel like they're reviewing Atomic, like uh, the Atomic Shop items, is probably a, a way easier thing to achieve than most other kind of like you know, purchasing esque shows, you know? Yeah. yeah, and it really helps. Um, a lot of the things that we've heard is people are like, oh. Yeah, I usually go shopping after your show because now I know what the items do in game because they don't mm. tell you like, hey, this has animations, yeah. and people don't find out until like you know, their friends buy it, and you know, we have bad spending habits, so we do, <laughs> we do, and that was also like another thing why we wanted to do the show. Or one of the things behind it was a lot of there was a lot of hate towards microtransactions, you know, aka the Atomic Shop. And we figured if we can show people how it actually looks in game, being used in a camp and like infused with other stuff that's in game items, maybe it wouldn't be so hated for towards. And I think I think doing a pretty decent job, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's justifying this is your purchasing power and this is where it's going, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Right, and that's kind of the the, I guess, kind of the downside of the actual atomic shop. Um, and it's nice that you named it a different thing because now I can crap talk the atomic shop without it sounding like I'm crap talking a show. Um, with not being able to like see the items that you purchase, and it's just like pictures of maybe them in the world or you know them on some sort of character, or whatever. You don't really know until you see it. So I mean, that makes sense to me. Of like. You know, you want to when I go and I buy like a computer or I buy like a, I don't know, like a power washer. I watch like seven different reviews of the thing before I go and buy the thing. And I mean, it's like even if it's like a $50 purchase, like I'm looking to get like a, a, I don't know, like plumber's putty. I'm like, let's look up, you know, Jim's plumber's putty to see how well that works in a, you know, pipe leakage or something. And I'll watch like four different YouTube videos. So uh, it, it feels like to me that that is kind of a brand that you all are chasing. <laughs> I, I've never met anybody who, who feels the need to go that in depth into exploring plumber's body. Yeah, I, let me tell you something. I'm a man. I'm a man that prevents leaks. There are no leaks in this household. Let me tell you something. They should just give me Starfield and they can expect zero leaks. Zero leaks whatsoever. <laughs> This is my pitch. This is where I'm going with this is, you know, send me the advanced copy, send me the beta build, 
And you will not see a single leak because I'm so well-versed in plumber's putty. Dave's been trapped in this room for three days. He plumber's puttied the door behind him. He's just stuck in there now. <laughs> Pass me food. It's well insulated. <laughs> how, um, how did you guys all meet? So, Scully, you met Trizzle first? And was that, or did Fen, when did uh, you guys meet Fen? So, Fen, did you want to explain when you came in? Yeah, what? Well, well, myself, with a good pal of my Nuka skunk, randomly ran across Trizzle. Geez, how long ago was that? Almost uh, a year almost and a half. year and a half now, give or take. Yeah, about that. Um, and we were playing Fallout heavily at the time. Then there was, you know, lulling content, and I started playing other games, checking things out, and and then you guys met. So that's when. <laughs> Scully, oh, oh, of course, now Scully can tell her part of the story. Scully? So uh, I met Triz through Instagram, and I had been following her for a while, and it was around Christmas, and she was doing uh, these in-game pictures together, and the uh, person I was dating at the time happened to have an Xbox One that he wasn't using, and I was like, hey, are you ever going to use this? He's like, no. You can have it. I was like, cool, thanks. So okay, I bought Fallout 76 <laughs> on nice. Xbox One. And I was like, hey, I'm coming to Xbox. And she was like, oh my gosh, you should join us. And that's pretty much history. <laughs> I patiently waited till outside the vault until Scully Face came out with all the proper clothes she needed, like a Scully Face and cultist outfit. Uh, yeah. I, I pretty much adopt people. Um, and then I somehow bring them together and she collects have a show. <laughs> she also collects beards. Yeah. I do. If you have a beard, it's most likely I will adopt you. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you should really just go with the mustache. You're getting dangerously close to full beard. Yeah, I mean, there is a there is like a, a, you know, Moses is holding back the line between, you know, the full on Monty and and, and beyond. Um, it's interesting that you guys that you guys met through Instagram. It's it's always crazy to me of of you know when I started setting up social stuff for the Fallout podcast and stuff of how different those markets are from uh, from really t- Twitter to Instagram. I, I'm not versed in Facebook. I think Ken has more experience in that. But the amount of content and amount of the in game videos and screenshots on Instagram is far more. Than, than Twitter is. Twitter is a lot of reactions and look at this thing or you, you know talking about the game. But Instagram, you get a lot of that photo mode um, content out there, which I think is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I stuck with for a really long time was just interacting with people on Instagram mm-hmm. until, I think really until you guys brought me into the Atomic stuff. And I was like, okay begrudgingly i'll get back on my twitter account that i haven't been on since 2013 so <laughs> so that, that's no, but it, you've been cursing us ever since yeah. <laughs> well it's it's two very different worlds and facebook's a lot different because i would say facebook is mostly about the groups and the pages mm-hmm. all right and you know what different ads. focuses those all have and, <laughs> and advertisements. Lots of ads. a lot of advertisements <laughs> and they know they're listening to us right now i I'm gonna probably gonna have a freaking ad for Plumber's Putty after this. I guarantee it. <laughs> it's gonna be right there. It's gonna say recommended by Dave Javins. Yeah, that's the other week I talked about Justice League in a podcast, and that's all of the. Then it was like, uh, do you want to watch Justice League? That's for an entire week. 
for an entire week. If That's Facebook what it was. starts talking like that, I'm officially leaving Facebook. Like if you know <laughs> that, it's just like. Hey. Zuckerberg contacted me and he said, "Hey man, I heard uh, I heard you do some good voices. I've heard Danny DeVito on the <laughs> oh, podcast. No, 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 I've no. heard a number of different things. No, no, I wonder no. if you could be the new notification sound. We're going for like a Siri Cortana, and we need this list to come and talk to you. Yeah, that's exactly. You sound like Scooby Doo on speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably. I should like change my Twitter bio to that. I think that that would be." A, a, an apt description of my life. <laughs> Jinkies. Scooby, Scooby Doo. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, so here's a funny question. What do you think is the worst item? What is like the worst reviewed item in the atomic shop? And, it, and it's not, obviously, it's probably not live anymore, but just you have spent hours i guess going through and documenting all of this stuff what do you think was the most disappointing one the orange shag carpet no i love that carpet it's no it is ugly, ugly. Fantastic. <laughs> i think it's forgot i would have to go with repair kits oh yes if repair i can kits. count that but if we're going like actual camp items or something tangible i would say that free wallpaper for fallout firsters the red one that got a lot of negative reactions during that. Is that the one no, that's like, oh, damn! It's the, the rocket one. The, the uh, red is, rocket free poster. Like, oh, oh yeah, that too. That looks exactly the red, like the in-game one. Yeah. Oh, no one. difference whatsoever. Slightly cheaper to build by, I think, two components. So, is it really? I think so. Um, but yeah, I forgot about that because I was totally like, I still think whoever made that totally just didn't notice that it was in game or something i never got nobody ever got a clear answer about what that was all about like what happened here who is who came into work drunk i have to say (laughs) that over time the wallpapers have been way better um i remember Mm -hmm. the first few sets of wallpaper scaling on the pattern was really exaggerated um even to this day they look weird like there's one where it's just tvs but the TV pattern is literally the size of the TV, so everything just looks really out of proportion. And then they had the gambling, the casino wallpaper that just, it's not attractive. Kind of look, uh, look like your curtains. Mm, yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> why I like it. A little too close to home, Scully. <laughs> Sorry. A little too close Painful. to home. So I have a question, and it's just from a lack of knowledge of, of changing it over. I remember when they released the asbestos roof. Um, it was actually cheaper in the camp budget to build the asbestos roof, which had all the same pieces than the actual, like, normal basic roof that you had. Is it still the case like that? No, they fixed no. that. Okay, okay. I remember that, and I was like, oh, no. Honestly, I, I think the only reason it was fixed is because there ended up being um, a camp budget glitch with it, where if you mm-hmm. kept placing it, scrapping it, and placing it again... Um, we start rolling back your your camp budget. Yeah, like the roofs. Yeah. The roofs probably had like a memory idea. leak or something, you know. And if you have a leak, you know what you do. Oh, oh sweet Jesus! Tell us. 
This show is brought to you by <laughs> Jim Lee's Plumber's Tape. Everybody's favorite tape to put on a leaky pipe. You've got acid in your drain pipes. Well, we've got the thing for you. Um, what is after we? I'm gonna do a hard. You breathlessly just transitioned right into the next question without stopping. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna do a hard, the hardest U turn I possibly can. Um, what is your favorite item that you have gotten from the Atomic Shop? Ooh. The responder gear for me. Yeah, definitely for you. Yeah, for me oh. and the bunny, the bunny and the responder gear. I forgot about the bunny mask. Oh, and now we can get it. I missed it the first time because I was missing one Deathclaw egg. Oh, yeah. That is my favorite go-to because not many people sport the bunny head. And so... Very true. Not I kind of like those masks that are, that are like, kind of like Hotline Miami. That's like an indie game where it's like you're, you're bashing people with bats and wearing varsity jackets. It kind of has like a similar vibe to all of that. I like it. I can't pin it down to one item that I like. It's all of the Halloween stuff because... Coffin backpack. Well, yeah, I use that. I was a little <laughs> upset they didn't bring that back this year. I wanted that on my other <laughs> platforms. It's all I wear on PlayStation is the coffin backpack. <laughs> I think I missed that one. It's not your yeah. face, Scully face? <laughs> oh, there's also that mask, but that just ties into the character. <laughs> it does. Yeah. No love for the pink princess, Beth? No, really? No, 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 no not this time. <laughs> Can't believe it. What Mark your etches, Ken. Mark your etches. <laughs> My favorite item. You know, there's this one outfit. I don't know if you've ever seen me wear it or heard of it. Bernie um, Sanders? Yeah. So you can buy Bernie Sanders in the atomic shop. Isn't that right, Bernie? He says it's right. You know, if you squint, he looks just like the standee that was the access point for the Atomic Shop for a while at the train stations. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was such a horrible (laughs) add-on. Who? I I don't... uh, You know, he looks like he's going to sell me Sunset Sarsaparilla a little bit, you know? (laughs) Are you there, Bernie? (laughs) I like that he's he's wearing a COVID mask. Well, he can. I can understand. I can understand oh. why they put that, that and, uh, thing in the game. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, it was probably just a, a strategy to see if it would increase visits to the Atomic Shop, but it's like, bro, it's already in the home menu. Yeah, like, but a lot of people don't it. know it's there. Mm. Yeah. I was what? just like, have you not looked at the menu? <laughs> yeah, man. No, well, those are probably the same players who said that the game had no lore or story. I'm like, have you ever tried reading? And they're like, what? Read? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> Ever heard of Fallout? Anyway. You know, you just click through that stuff. You just press A a bunch, and then you get through all of the dialogue really fast. Really then fast. Can, then you get to finish the game in under two days and talk about it on Twitter. Right. That's all the rage. That's That is. Yeah. The speed run and the to compete for endgame content is, uh, mm-hmm. it, it ruins storytelling. It really does. And that's something that Drizzle talks about quite a bit, and we talk about it on the show, is that you know, Fallout 76 and all the Fallout games, the immersion is up to the player. It's up to you to read the hol- or to listen to the holotapes, to read the terminals, to read the notes. And that builds the rich story that I think a lot of us who are still playing enjoy. Mm. And geez, I still remember getting through the story 
took me a long time because I read everything. It was like, this is incredible. This is great storytelling, even without NPCs. But I only just finished Wastelanders uh, Christmas weekend. <laughs> oh, wow. See, see, Tris, I'm not as bad as some I'm, people. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> and, and that's understandable, except you're on a Fallout podcast. Like, we need to talk to you about stuff. There are things I'm that fraud, we Dave. One should have talked about. Another. <laughs> and I never learned how to read. How's that Steel Dawn coming on, Ken? Hmm? I finished that last week. Thank you very much. Oh, good. Oh, wow. I'm ready for the next content drop in 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I'm ready to roll. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of eating that stuff up when, when it comes out of just, like, I get in movie mode, I guess, where I'm like, I want to go and just, like, play the movie, you know? Like, go through, like, not, like, rush through all of it, but, you know, spend time going through the story and just, like, mainlining it, I guess, in some ways. Because a lot of the, the like, the Wastelander stuff, there is kind of, a, a I guess, a, a mainline, but I went and did, like, you can go back between the factions and do different quests through both of those. And so I did some of that as well, but I am, am guilty of eating that stuff up pretty quick. Um, but I, I feel like that, that that's part of making new content, and I feel like that's part of playing the game is it's, you know, a, a live service game you're meant to set down every once in a while and be like, okay, I'm going to take a, just a little bit of time off from you, and then I'm going to come back to you and, you know, back and forth, back and forth as you as you go a lot because you know what do you do when you set down fallout 76 you probably go play fallout 4 or you go play fallout new vegas or you go play fallout 3 which is most of our most of the rotation <laughs> or you go play fallout 76 on another platform and finish building camps <laughs> scully, <Yeah>. scully, scully. <laughs> this me <laughs> baby she's addicted she is <laughs> When I had to go on her PS4 stream to build her something with my secondary character, (laughs) you have a problem. There are jokes that Triss has to drag me out of my camps whenever we're in game together. Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. I have to break a wall. Can you help me set this up? It's 2 (laughs) a.m. I'm in bed. Why are you calling me? I need a flamethrower. I don't have one. I'm getting on a plane if you don't pick up the phone. What? <laughs> that's, a, that's what my wife says every time I play, and she's like, oh, you playing dress up again? Oh, how long are you going to play dress up for? <laughs> you want me? You, I, you got action figures. We can pull those out. We've got uh, a ton of accessories for those. Go get Batman and his many outfits that you've acquired over the course of your, you know, five to ten year old life. So well, I mean, if, if Todd McFarlane made them, they're for adults, so it's okay. You know? I'm Todd McFarlane. It's good to see you guys here. I love Spawn and really sharp, pointy objects. He does. Well, I don't know why that... Clipped. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's this week's clip. Yep. Uh, he, Todd McFarlane designs show up in so many weird things, like an Assassin's Creed game, and be like, look at this Assassin's Creed suit inspired and made by... Todd McFarlane. I'm like, what is this doing here? What are you doing? Now, wouldn't it be fun? Now, wouldn't it be fun if we had like some like interesting artists come in and do like guest spots in the Atomic Shop? So yeah. that then that would be even more fun because then it's like, oh, darling, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing, darling? Oh I would gosh. buy whatever Todd McFarlane made. I mean, I'll be honest, it would probably look gnarly. 
<laughs> like, look at this. I'm sexy and I got spikes coming out of everywhere. I love it. Like, it would be great. Scully, I have an idea for our next fashion show. Oh, dear oh God. <laughs> oh, my. But Dave's right. If you don't like playing dress up, you're not going to get the most out of your online gaming experience. I mean, yeah, ESO, uh, Red Dead Redemption Online, it's all 50% of it is dressing up. Everybody yeah. knows that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Nothing to be ashamed about. No right, Bernie? And then there's like there's like a minor it's like the most minor you know stress or anxiety that happens when you're like I think I want to change the look and then you change it and you're like I think I wait time to change back. If you <laughs> guys, the worst. Uh, if you guys could add anything to the atomic shop like anything that hasn't existed yet whether it's a camp object or an outfit or a skin what would it be? I'm waiting for Triz to scream out bunny slippers. <laughs> I was going to say that, bunny slippers! <laughs> and I want a skin for my baseball bat or a sledgehammer to be a cast iron skillet. Yes! that Oh, that's an inside joke. <laughs> it is. Um, but mainly, like, you know, because they have striped PJs and they have the bathrobe. I just want to, like, have one of my characters run around the wasteland with bunny slippers and a bathrobe. And maybe a beer hat. BOS so you you uh, wanna you wanna be uh, what's his face from uh, from uh, the Christmas movie? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, from the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Cousin I forgot Eddie. the name. Oh, cousin Eddie. Yeah, cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, There's nothing time, wrong with that. Don't judge me. <laughs> I had a pair of white shoes once, and somebody said, "Nice cousin Eddie shoes," and I never wore them again. <laughs> he kind of ruined that. Yeah, he did. Ooh, yeah. Um, but what about you, Scully? What what item would you want to see? I want freaking rose bushes. I'm happy with my iron roses, but I want actual rose bushes like you see in the White Springs. Oh, that would be nice. Mm. They're so pretty. I want hedges, I like mm-hmm. boxwood style hedges or, or larger hedges to create a like a hedge maze. That would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I've seen people do it with um, with uh, the hay barrels, the, um, the hay mm-hmm. barrels, the hay bales. Um, yeah. And we, yeah, we just recently had um, a guest on our show that used the bushes inside his uh, shelter, the little brambles as hedges. Hmm. Since you can float them that way and they clip into each mm-hmm. other quite nicely. Oh yeah, um, oh, it worked really well. I. It's funny, we talk about we uh, talk about this once a week. Um, like, you know, what's your wishes for the Atomic Shop in the future? And the thing that a lot of our chat brings up, and I, it's just been in my head ever since, because I'm like, that seems like it should be the logical next step, is ceilings and interior mm. walls, where you could put wallpaper on both sides of the frame. Simple, but it could... I mean, aesthetically, how badly do you want ceilings? There's only one variant of ceiling, and it came with um, the green metal sheeting. The under ceiling is different with that one than the regular ceiling. Hmm. The log cabin set is slightly different. Yeah, that's the one. I think it came with that. Mm -hmm. That's the the same color wood as it's a brighter. um, So yeah, it's like that. That's cool. And getting the if you're able to get to the end of the last scoreboard before this season. You got the glass ceilings, which are really cool and fun for any type of use. Like, 
I'm so glad this yeah. got introduced. It introduced a. I just said that twice, but it it worked grammatically. But <laughs> um, so many great designs come out of you know, especially extremely talented people like um, over at the Appalachia uh, ACA. I forget spelling. ACA. Um, yes. I don't remember what it stands for anymore. Is it Appalachian? Is it Appalachian? What am I doing? Is it Appalachian Camp Builders Association? Is that what yeah. it is? I think so. Yes. See, I've got my finger on the pulse. I'm over here just like pulling names. I've like got a Rolodex I'm rolling through. Let's go. Fair enough. <laughs> Quite retro of you. Well, and then there are a lot of groups over on Facebook, obviously, that showcase a lot of different camps and just the, the variations that you give, especially modern home type builds and ski lodge Even one type of our builds. team members. Yes. Brad Rocks. Yes, with his taco yes. truck. Unfortunately, taco he's streaming truck. right now, but. Yes. He ins- I steal a lot of his ideas. I call it appropriating, and then I give him credit. <laughs> but uh, he's 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 always thinking of something new, something great. And you know, he gets inspired by a lot of people too from the Facebook group he admins for and YouTube. He encourages and it too, so oh, that's absolutely. really awesome of him. Fully show you how it's done and whatnot. I would love mm. to just take a peek into his brain when he's creating something. That would be amazing. Probably a mix between like a rave dance party and building. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. He He's works. also a DJ. Yes, he, he is. He, he is. That's awesome. He's an amazing UWN. DJ. Yeah. Um, now he's on the UWN, and they showcase camps all the time. As, as you well. guys, uh, as you guys are building, do you have a particular style, or is there something consistent in the way in which you build? Always merging. <laughs> Always merging. Always <laughs> merging. Um, but for the most part, when I build, it's just like I have an idea of what I want, but there's no usually no plan unless it's a specific theme that I'm doing for uh, like building Friendship Fridays. Then I have a plan. <laughs> but other than that, just I just go with the flow when I'm building. What about you, Trizzle? Uh, it all goes based around my character's uh, background story. Hmm. So uh, I, have a, I have two responders, I have a cryptic hunter, and I have um, an engineer tech girl. So based on their backgrounds, I'll build their camps around that. That suits them. I think it's fun, and I think it's fun to encounter stuff like that that has a theme, yeah. especially out there just kind of wildly, like, oh, you're going to go buy something, but you go to a camp that is themed a little differently from, from other things, and you notice that they've put work into that. I think that that, you know, on your own, discovering that kind of stuff, I think is extra cool. I've always thought it was extra cool in the game. Like, um, I think it was Rad Rocks. I could have sworn it was. Um, most recently... I could if I'm if I hope it's him. Um, it was a, a building that looked like a bank. Yeah, that's yes. a bar. Oh yeah, that his yeah. bar. And the way in the which it was house. built, yeah, the safe house. The way in which it was built and mm-hmm. merged into the town looked like it belonged there. Like it just looked mm-hmm. like a really cool like cocktail bar that had like a funky theme. But the construction oh, of that one was really cool. Yeah, it was so beautiful in there. Oh, oh yeah still gonna steal that sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's our sign guy yeah we all get our inspiration everybody's got a sign guy <laughs> he's our guy you know need a big sign 
pretty real cheap on cost. <laughs> but you know, he's he's built at that spot a few times. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one and, of his favorite spots. Oh yeah, but that building's perfect. Yeah, because it melds right into there, and he uses so many different components to where you don't even really need to use a stretch of the imagination because it already looks like he's whatever he's building. It already looks like it's supposed to look. Um, the craziest part about that bar in particular is that when you go on to his shelter, that's like the main bar, and he built the illusion that you came down in an elevator and built an elevator shaft. He had the mechanism on top of the elevator that you rode down in that looked real, and as you, if you took your camera up, you could see in the elevator shaft that there were different levels with doors, and you're just like, like, <laughs> it's always that's funny. That's cool. Whenever That's people watch amazing. him build, they're like, "Well, I'm going to go throw my camp away now." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm go throw my camp. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's the magic. Again. I'm done. <laughs> that's the magic of it because people. I mean, and that's kind of how it, the game has evolved, where people were kind of starting off with just like, "Oh, here's a house camp," and then people started building like. Oh, here's a diner, or oh, here's a gas station, and people are like, "Huh?" So that's how you make it look like you have a bar in your camp. You just like string some bookshelves together. Okay, I'll try that, and then everybody just kind of collectively decides, "Okay, if you want to make a bar, you string some bookshelves together." Like, and then from there, it's somebody does something cool, and they're like, "Oh, that's an interesting way of doing that particular thing," and then it just kind of like gets reiterated throughout every camp. So it's almost like this. Building by you know mob mentality, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, I like mm -hmm. I and the camp, the Fallout seventy six, uh, the camp builders group on Facebook is a great spot for that because you find so much inspiration on there. Um, like I'll Absolutely. see something and I'll think, oh, you know what I could do? I could do something kind of like that, but something different. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's um, a group that Rux uh, found with somebody and he he admins for. It's wild because. Every day you look at that group, yeah, there's something it's where you're insane. like, oh, that is, yeah. that is top drawer, and I can't build that, but that looks real swell. Exactly. Uh, camp Envy, and then you just go yeah, on. Just, <laughs> constant build Camp Envy. And yes, Scully I'm, has built gasms. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you, you see, Wait, Ken, when... We when a certain uh, rate of stimulation Bill, hit the dump uh, button. We're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, did, how did that even come about? Do you remember, Tris? Uh Yeah, uh, when I think we were interviewing uh, ACA, actually. Or, yes. uh, and they built us a set, and they just let both you and I loose onto the set, and we were both making enough noises where J-Star is like, <laughs> campgasms. It's yep. happening, guys. <laughs> yes, Jade Star. Yeah, because yeah, Scully and I were, were we were making a lot of noises that were meant for not meant for family television. Well, it's a, it's a <laughs> mature we stream. Won't repeat right now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a and just remember, there's a lot of ten year olds out there that are listening to podcasts. I mean, they've got you know all of their podcast apps. You know, they're going through their Joe Rogan catalog. So. <laughs> Here would yeah. be a good time to take a quick commercial. Um, this weekend, uh, Sunday, there's going to be a potluck dinner at the Lutheran Church in Morgantown. It's going to be from 12 to 1.30. Don't forget, Lutheran Church on the corner of Main and Elm. Uh, back to Billgasms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jessica Starr, who runs the UWN, another group that kind of we... we consider each other kind of like sister uh, networks I suppose mm -hmm. 
And she's not here, but she's, I would kind of consider her part of the crew because she's our intern. She's like part of yeah, everyone's crew. Yeah. 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 She, uh, she's, she's, she helps moderate our channel. She's one of the most well-networked people in Fallout 76. She's everywhere. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. It's yeah. incredible. I adore her to bits. Yeah. I just said, if you're watching. If you're watching. (laughs) She probably is or probably will be later. Uh, Speaking of, uh, I was was talking to her this week, and she said that I was entirely wrong after this uh, roadmap that came out this week, and I had kind of speculated that we were getting an expansion. But I think now would be a great time to talk about the roadmap that came out this week. We have so much to talk about. There is so much. Uh, That's why we're going to skip spring. We're skipping spring. We talked about spring. Spring sprung, you know? We're skipping it. We're not going to talk about it. Obviously, camp slots, special loadouts, daily ops expansions, all that fun stuff. That's coming from yesterday. Spring. It's on the PTS. April the 27th <laughs> is coming out. You'll see it right there. But the big news is that for the rest of the year, they've laid out a roadmap for all the fun and exciting stuff that's coming to Fallout 76. So let's go season by season here. Uh, let's start with the summer. Summertime, we're getting the conclusion to the Brotherhood of Steel uh, story arc, the Steel Dawn, ending with Steel Rain. So that introduces all new quests, locations, NPCs, and powerful new rewards. Uh, there is also uh, new systems coming to the game in which you can co- in which you can craft specific legendary items using legendary models and uh, build them to essentially perfect your playstyle. When you get those modifications with the legendary crafting you could also craft legendary power armor so what do, what do we what do we all think about this are we feeling good about this what are we what are our thoughts on the legendary crafting and steel rain personally i've been waiting for module crafting this whole time ever since it got introduced i'm like when is that gonna be a thing because we all know the the strange grind of trying to either buy it from murmurger or trying to get a drop <laughs> murmurger I'm always curious. Everybody says it different, and I always love hearing what everybody says. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting because I think a lot of us were like, "Hey, how many of us?" Just <laughs> Red Rux is raiding us. I'm telling him. <laughs> I'm telling him to get in Discord. I know. Get in here. <laughs> we were just talking yeah. about you, Rux. We were talking about you. It's true. It's all good. But his ears were burning. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited about the the legendary crafting as well. To me, the game and the systems behind the game are all about uh, like the the world is a supermarket of raw materials like steel, aluminum, all that stuff, and use that to upgrade your armor in the beginning. You know, build those weapon modifications, build stuff in your camp, and to tie that into the legendary uh, system, I think is congruent with the rest of the game. So I feel like that it's almost like leveling that out of like okay. The whole vision of this game is that you're supposed to be building all of this different stuff, um, and that's going to, I think, line it up across the board and be like, this is how you're going to get your resources. You don't have to do the, the, the random drop way. You can do it crafting all the way through. And we have another special guest joining the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. let us welcome another member of the Atomic Stop, Radrox. How we doing? Uh-oh. Does he have his mic on? <laughs> Red Rex, I think your mic isn't on. That's fine. We'll do another WWD intro, and then we'll like get the fireworks going again, and and then we'll we'll introduce. Uh, we'll, we'll give him a minute. I'm also excited. 
excited that they're finally going to bring back uh, and finish off the, the Steel Rain quest line. I'm very curious yeah. of how that's going to finish. It's it's interestingly worded that it says that it's going to change things in Appalachia. So I'm yeah. wondering specifically how your choice will impact mm-hmm. experience that you have in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. If if some things are going to be instanced or right, right. like it's right now, regardless of of what you chose the first time around, um. Like there, it doesn't really have an impact in a real way in the world. Um, it's not like raiders are going to come after you, or you know, Paige is going to uh, try and kill you with a shovel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we sparks. always compare those changes to the way ESO operated, where entire areas would be instanced, mm. and after you do something significant, that area around like a temple or a castle, it's going to be completely different for you than it will be for other members of your team even. Um, but obviously Fallout 76 never took that route and the only kind of changes you'll see, like you were discussing, are inside of an instance building. Right. And that's like as much as you get. So it's interesting because you're like well, is it really going to change everything? Like how Wastelanders was supposed to, but in the end I'm still friends with the Raiders that I betrayed? Oh, Alright, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean it's an online game, there are limitations. <laughs> But um, so I'm curious to see, yeah, like what what's going to change just inside of Atlas Station, maybe like one of the people is going to be there. The other won't because that's where it seems like it's heading, where you're going to side with one of the two leaders of the Brotherhood of Steel, I imagine. Mm. So we'll see. Yeah, I I think the major change for Wastelanders came when they were like, okay, people are coming back, and then all the locations change. So I'm curious Mm -hmm. if this is going to kind of set up, like, it's going to change the future. So essentially say, okay, your actions meant something. So maybe next year when they do an expansion or something, then they actually go through and and change up and mix up some of the locations to be congruent with that storyline. But they can't do that too much. Because they have talked about numerous times wanting to keep the main story and stuff congruent with the rest of the game. Right. So I, it, I'm very curious how that's going to go. I, overall, I'm curious as far as story-wise, like where the game is going to go. I, uh, I was expecting, and I had said on the podcast, I was expecting them to add a new area this year. Um, and, you know, I listen, if I don't make large bets on a podcast and just like totally throw wild stuff at the wall and that's no fun um so i'm 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 not disappointed i'm just wrong in my my well you're not entirely wrong because if all things had gone well with covid and everything else we would have probably had expeditions by now uh in which case you would have been right that's true that's true Moving on, uh, we don't have much information on it, but in the fall, it says that worlds are changing. So what they're saying is that there's going to be an evolution uh, to private worlds, which are the worlds that you can spawn into once you're a Fallout first subscriber that are your own personal worlds. I think up to eight players, right? Four players? Eight players? Eight, eight players. Eight players. Eight um, players can go into the world with you, but it's all instance for yourself and nobody else nobody else can join you um they're also expanding daily ops with that as well so there's not a lot of information on the private worlds we have some, a little bit more from the ama um partly okay. mark tucker had answered one of the questions that i asked about it um so what they did say regarding pvp because a lot of people ask questions about nuclear winter 
um, because there hasn't been any update to it in a while. Um, so it's it's a lot of the PvP crowd is wanting to know what the plan is. Um, servers will be getting more customizable controls, um, including one of those is a survival-style PvP mode, where you could probably set that server to what survival mode was to create some PvP opportunities in there. That's oh, wow. one example of, of some of the controls that they're going to be giving people. Um, check out the Reddit AMA because they went into a bunch of stuff. Another interesting thing that they said, um, with patch 28 coming up, there will be a new shelter that will not be vault themed, um, but they're going to start cave. introducing... I hope it's the cave. I've wanted the cave for a while. Oh, so Everybody yes. wants the freaking cave. Everybody cave. wants the cave. They've got a Mistress or Mystery that one. Cave. They've got like a waterfall grotto. <laughs> They've got, uh, I want that like, can you uh, yeah, oh. the waterfall like yeah enough with the vault already we've we had that in Fallout 4 give us We're something done. yeah I we wanna, don't want vaults anymore guys we only want caves cave. I don't I don't care if it's immersion breaking there's Rex there's Red Rex yes, he's very I was waiting for a good a good time to hang try. on let's crank you up here buddy but yeah. yes the 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 new the new shelters look awesome I think um, yes Cami Rappers um. Share. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited for non-shelter shelters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was the issue a lot of us faced when we first got it. I, you know, everybody can talk about what it could have shit is when it came to the way they designed it. It was just strange that we have a one by one type building system, and the shelters were not that. And, you know, a lot of us always talk about, I wish you could change the walls or change the floors or do something. Um, and there are some snap points in there. And you can, you know, everybody's found creative ways to create the illusion that you're not in one of those vaults. Which, you know, is a fun process but difficult for a lot of people who have trouble trying to figure out you know, how to do it, what they want to do with it. We run into people all the time who are like, I just don't know what to do with my shelter. I'm like, but what? Um, you could do anything. You could do anything. Yeah. Um, and it also takes up a lot of build budget trying to hide the vault itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. Is that something that's been discussed? Increasing the budget in the vaults or optimizing it beyond... I forgot to production? ask that question and literally nobody in the AMA asked that question, mm. unfortunately. Okay. Rats. Do you think like a void a void? Do you think a void style vault would be? I mean, vault shelter like something that's just like all white or all black, where you just like this is your blank slate. Here you go. Would that be popular with people? You think, or would that be too daunting? Would that be even more daunting than the vault atrium? I would particularly. I I would love that. In Fallout Four, there was a mod where you could basically place a door, and it it led you into a completely empty cell. And you could just build to your heart's, you know, desire in there. And I would build so many different things. You could put NPCs in there. You could do so much. I mean, and literally create your own worlds. You know, I so obviously, obviously using mods and stuff like that. But um, I think a blank, a blank space would be really cool. But it's also good to, to not have something that, um, where other players are going to try to break it. You know. I, I definitely see if if it's something that's wide open and it's you know it's not enclosed. I think people are definitely going to try to get in trouble with that. Something else that they said won't be coming soon, but it's something that will be coming sooner rather than later. 
um, will be half walls and a few other different um, mm-hmm. sizes and shapes of building materials for, for walls. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, double-sided yes. walls will be coming, like where you can yes. properly, yeah. I'm crying oh, yeah. now. It's all stuff that they want to do, which is cool. It's not coming soon, but it's something that you know, they want to do. When it's well, the nice I'm just thing glad is that they're keeping that. that in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we talk about all the time on, on the atomic stuff. Like just port over the variations of walls that were in Fallout 4. We know you can do it, sport. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like the, the hot dog walls, the vertical half walls, you know, the bump out wood walls, all the different variations that we like. Where were those? You know, arcade why? machines, please. Ar- yes, yes, that's exactly yes. I want an arcade. <laughs> I, I, I have it, all of these tapes and I forget to play the games because they sit in my stash exactly. and do nothing. Exactly. That would be amazing. You invite Imagine friends over for an old fashioned. And, and your games and yes. a, a game you can go and play. That would be cool. It would be. It would be. So do you both think with the they're kind of being a little like hiding a little bit of what they're doing with, with private worlds. It's not really written out that much. Um, do you think that this is when they start with mods. That I mean, would be fantastic. That would be a good, I mean, if it's more an, a more open private server, I can definitely see that happening because that's something that they kind of did promise in from the jump that we were going to be able to have mods. Um, but, you know, they haven't really talked too much about it, but it, that that could be a really a, a, a big possibility. Yeah, when Jeff answered that question, he specifically said um, settings will be coming to servers, mm. uh, private servers. Um, and then the way in which it was worded, he said they're going to continue working to expand that. I'm thinking that giving us control over servers, which hopefully will mean, you know, weather, day, night, um, spawn rates. I would love to mm-hmm. see that kind of flexibility where we could really control, freak out. Yeah. That would be awesome. Be nighttime, all the time. <laughs> I, that would make yeah, nighttime constantly. But even just uh, that would like the Fallout Five O. Some of the machinima makers trying mm-hmm. to record video footage in this game uh, and have the lighting be consistent is a huge pain in the ass. Um, so I think yeah. maybe it's a step in that direction, and mods will come. Uh, there's probably some technical hurdles to figuring out right. how that works. That makes sense because like games like uh, Minecraft or Ark or stuff like that, like people that run up like that run up a server generally for like a, the vanilla style game, you're you can change all of the modulators of different stuff. Of you know, I want enemies to be really hard or not hard at all, or I want you know it to be so that I can sleep at night and I skip all of the nighttime portions. Like these little modifiers um, with the game itself, I think that that is probably from what you're saying what they're trying to shoot for at first which makes sense i mean people people are clamoring back to have the survival pvp element back to it um which i understand because eventually you get to a point um it's funny because i've been playing some i've been playing some cfes and i'm just like oh these treasure maps and all this different stuff guys i just want to go get the treasure and everybody that's been playing it for years is like yeah we just want to go fight other players Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, guys, no, come on, come on, guys, I just want to sail the boat. Um, Our group is like, like that now. It's like Friday night is usually like, hey, guys, would you like to come play in, uh, let's let's build some stuff. No, we must no. take all of the workshops. <laughs> Blood will be shed. <laughs> I will take your milkshake. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> nice. Uh, there will be blood reference. Uh, there will be, yeah. But I, I, it's funny. I'm going I'm a, to take I'm a, I'm a your workshop. <laughs> <laughs> I drank it all up. Um, but your land extractors are all mine. But uh, I'm I am so not a PvPer. I am. I'm not. You either. know, I'm in my mid thirties. I can't handle that <laughs> anymore. That is yeah, that a matter? It matters to me. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I can't do this. Mid thirties. Comes PvP. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> I do have to say though, because I'm not either. But um, sometimes on Friday nights, if it pops up and there's usually a whole bunch of us, we'll do like half to a full server monster mash. That'd be fun. Which honestly, well, that's fun. which honestly is so fun because it's completely chaotic and it's just us, so it's not salty at all. It's just hilarious. Um, <laughs> And then you're you're in one spot, so the action is really fast and intense. Um, that we really enjoy. So I'm curious. Yeah, to I feel like, like uh, who has the mask now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just running around. People are on fire. There's explosions everywhere. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. I feel like those PvP experiences work well in in a group setting. So if you got a, like like you do on Fridays, like you get a bunch of friends together, and you're like, oh, you know, hey, let's see if we can like. Ken, you know, come over here. I got something to show you. Bam! Shot dead. Casual like, murder. Oh, flies. ha ha ha! Right. It's <laughs> kind of the, the the fun of all of that. And last I weekend, mean, <laughs> last weekend I was building my camp. Um, I'm casually building, like you know, having a quiet, relaxing time. You know, there's there's water, and you know, things are flying overhead. The sun is setting, and then behind me there's explosions. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting free caps because I'm on the team, and and there's mm-hmm. blood splatter like all over the floor that I'm building. <laughs> It's Danny best. and Tech just it's, going it at is it. Danny and Tech. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm excited for for whatever they do with the private worlds. Um, I think mm-hmm. that it is. It, it's time for them to. It seems like that this year in general, even before I get to the end of talking about it, it seems like that they're really setting up for um, really improving the base of the game, like the the foundation behind it, which is great. So moving on, we've got the winter updates, which is Tales from the Stars. So the stars have aligned in the wasteland. Marvel at the discovery of new legends and reappearances of an Appalachian myth. Uh, this includes the introduction of four star legendaries, a seasonal event called the Ritual, and <laughs> invaders from <laughs> <laughs> and invaders from beyond, which is a public challenge, and some new daily ops as well. Public challenges seem to be new as well. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be like the old public challenges, like kill a certain amount of scorched? I loved when they did those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those. That okay. that was I felt like we were working together towards something, like the cleanup Appalachia one that we did, and those were fun. I feel like those should happen once a month. Yeah, I'm least. not sure why we yeah. stopped doing them. I don't know. Because, I mean, there's enough stuff in the pool, even from the seasons. Like, if they, they dropped stuff that was previous rewards, and yeah, it would just give us reasons to work log in and work together so mm-hmm. I think at this point most of us just want more more beyond just the season pass and the scoreboard I think a lot of us just want it's like we have all of these little seasonals that we've done before you know we have the treasure event it's like oh yeah we got meat week we got Fajnak. Um but no, it's, it's interesting <laughs> but it's like why not just introduce little community challenges all the time like all the time because I think it would it would just give people an excuse to hop on, get back with their friends, because a lot of people who are veteran players, I mean, we see it all the time on Twitter and in our various social groups, on Discord. It's like people who have been playing this since beta or since launch. 
they want more and it's like yeah I get it I totally get that and you know that's why I bounce between other games all the time because mm-hmm. you know if your friends are playing it all the time it's hard to really find something to sink your teeth into unless you're like always wanting to make a new character which is another great way to re-experience it but right. I, I don't know I think a lot of us are hope we're hoping for a lot more content this year but um, over the past few months we've all heard that it's mostly going to be fixing a lot of the long-standing issues improving quality of life and I'm, I'm all for that because I want this game to be the best possible version it can be Yeah, and I think we're going to get to that point by the end of this year yes I'm excited because uh, I heard about the cultist event. Yes, that is going to be nice. I'm yeah. so excited to see what they're going to... I love, like, my character's an ex-cultist, so getting more cultist content for me is just gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want them to expand that mm-hmm. entire storyline because it seems like one of those, like, really special factions. Like, um, I, I think the responders are another faction that's, like, a, a really like, like special, unique to this game. Uh, kind of dealio and I think that the cultists should have probably since they're they've returned to the game they're in all these different locations like they probably should have some more story stuff and it seems like that may be setting up what they want to do uh, in 2022 oh, yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> I'm looking forward to the possibility of more lore and more cryptids and more monsters on winter uh, the winter uh, patch that's that's who I am. So I am looking forward to the winter um, roadmap for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of cryptids that are in West Virginia lore that could still be added. It's too yeah, bad we don't have anybody it. here that knows anything about. Cryptids. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's too, bad. <laughs> too bad. I can probably put hands on the diploma in cryptozoology. In fact, I you know, let me go through my files here. I won't take long. Um, Doesn't look seen like it's my right certificate. Here. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to have because I always say card carrying, but I want to like actually have like a like a like a thing that I can sh- like I'm the FBI you and I've shown up to a place. I'm like, yes. hello, <laughs> oh this God. is my resume. Hello, <laughs> ma'am, this is Snallygaster in your backyard. You have a license for that thing. <laughs> I I hope Skippy bow watches bow this. Bow 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 bow. Here it goes. You know that's a good idea. Let's draw that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for that possibility of more, give me more cryptids, more lore, more backstory. Yes, please. Thank you. More subsidence. That's, you know, because Appalachia is like full of so much history and monsters and whatnot. So I'm hoping that the winter uh, um, update will give me what I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. I am curious. It's curious to me that this year, you know, with, with their, with the Bethesda purchase of Microsoft, it seems like that it's given them some leeway with this pandemic and how crazy it is to sit down and um, have a year where they're building the foundation of it, which is not something I expected them to do. But I feel like in the long term for the survivability of the game, yeah. like as we're talking about, you know, five, ten years out, mm-hmm. this year has become something that I didn't anticipate, but turns out to probably be something crucial, like to the longevity. Yeah, like I'm I'm okay with waiting for something as huge as Wastelanders again, which was oh, yeah. massive. Oh if, yeah. If they're going to dedicate this year to just to doing some quality of life stuff. Um mm-hmm. it gives players more flexibility, um able to customize their experience a little more, which allows players to really entertain themselves enough in between massive content drops. 
because even when you look at when Wastelanders did drop, so many people powered through that so quickly. Oh and when you gosh, think yeah. how much money and development time it took to do something that huge, yeah. it's just not sustainable to give that to us as quickly as we can eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, absolutely. And you think about how many subtle changes took place on the map that a lot of people missed out on until oh, like three months down the road, they went there for some random daily. Because I remember I crawled all the way through the entire map again because I was like, I want to see what they yeah, did. Exactly. What they added. Mm-hmm. And they, they changed so much that the details, like speaking of cultists again, which I think a lot of people are excited about because that was the first faction that ever got announced. Mm-hmm. So it's, but when you looked at yeah, how those buildings changed, how some of the teddy bear tableaus got neatly packed away in cardboard boxes and put into a corner. You know, like, that is attention to detail, folks. And so many people, like, didn't give a shit, for lack of a better way to put it. And that's their prerogative. I mean, everybody deserves to play through the game they will, in the way they want. But for me, I always compared it to, like, bro, like, would you watch a new... Are you gonna, what, just, like, skip through the entire season of WandaVision and just watch the final episode? Don't do that. Watch the whole thing. Um... Because then you get to enjoy it the way that the creators, the people who dedicated hours and hours and hours to building this world and story for you. It's like, go enjoy it. Go enjoy what they made or else you're not really getting your money's worth. But that's that's just my opinion. But everybody's well, opinion a, is valid. If people were paying attention, it wouldn't have taken them two weeks to realize that Duchess's butt was custom designed. <laughs> for distraction. Like it took two weeks for that to appear on Reddit. <laughs> Yo, I've been good. It but, uh, that's incredible. My I would love to like character custom my character to have that same caboose, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Me too. Drizzle's obsessed with her her character. I am. So. <laughs> let's just—I mean, let's just give everybody really, really, really nice butts. You know, like let's just like make a model change to the characters in game, and just everyone gets like really nice butts you know yeah, or, totally or just allow us to have different heights or have different body weights really because i mean my character is a big guy but he still has a six-pack you know what i mean i'd like to maybe, <laughs> i'd like to be a little taller or a little shorter a little wider a little you know maybe the or, body type but that that comes from a little, uh, fallout glish. 4 fallout 3 the same type of character creator mode that's for the weekend wasteland <laughs> When I've, I've always thought about that, like the trick I imagine is interaction with various work workbenches, chairs, etc. It's like I'd love for them to really flesh that out and work out the kinks so that, for example, mm-hmm. somebody in power armor, I think it would be beneficial for them if they never had to get out of it and could do everything in power armor, especially with how many skins we get thrown at us. It's like I'm sure people want to stay in it all the time. Yeah, I I was reading the the AMA and they had said they had somebody had asked if they were adding any more um, hairstyles and tattoos into the game, and I think it was Mark Tucker replied to them and said that they weren't be or they they were trying to, but apparently the effects on performance that a new hairstyle has in the game like slows the game down. Oh, so. I'm not sure how that slows the game down, but when your do looks even better, apparently the whole world stops, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Everyone just kind of stops and goes, damn, that hairdo, though. Yeah. So we're, we're stuck yeah. with, with crayon tattoos drawn by my third grade cousin forever, is what you're saying. Right, yeah. And it's funny, it's like, is this what is this what Bethesda thinks tattoos are? It's just like a big horseshoe in my head that says lucky? 
Like, is that what they think? You know, let's, let's you know, have they watched an episode of Ink Masters? You know, what's what's the deal? <laughs> have they looked at the rock's arms? You can't miss them. You can't miss them. You can't. Or just take note from their own games that they've created and take those tattoos. Like, no tribal yeah. tattoos, so I can't role play as a 90s MTV boy band. So disappointing. <laughs> Missed opportunity. It's a shame. It's it's a it's a real cry and shame. It's interesting. It's interesting to me because it seems like that that they're building this this foundation and are setting up for something. And I am curious as to whether it's going to be even more expansions or if somehow they're going to tie this in as a mainstay for their properties moving forward. Like Fallout seventy six is going to be the online Fallout, and we're going to support that for people that are all, you know, we put out Fallout 5, but some of the things from Fallout 5 are kind of integrated within the game. Because that's how we, they did it with um, Fallout Shelter, is a lot of the things that they did uh, with Fallout 4 got integrated. Some of the, the DLCs with uh, Nuka World and that kind of stuff kind of got integrated into that mm-hmm. game, so it has a life. I think they've done some stuff with Fallout 76 getting integrated into it. So it, it's, it's interesting of like what is their game plan for what's their game plan for the game you know what are they thinking beyond 2022 mm-hmm. anybody have any thoughts on that well, anybody want to tell them sense? exactly what to do i <laughs> i think we what we do know is that um expeditions that started off as like small daily trips um they've since said is going to be like a far harbor sized whole separate mm-hmm. world space um, so it's going to be a lot more ambitious than I think they intended on it which I'm fine with like if periodically we get ESO style new lands opened up to us exactly. that would be, be amazing um, yes. to go to places that we haven't in previous Fallout games and also get some nostalgia factor by going back to either the pit or DC which is so close anyway um, yeah I mean, the pit go to the strip. If you put the strip in a in Fallout seventy six, people are going to buy that stuff up, and they're going to love it. They're going to eat it all up. It's going to be like, oh yeah, betting in Vegas and Elvis that goes great together. Imagine that. (laughs) It's not hard to imagine because they made a whole game. We would see, um, we would see the strip. You know, this early after the Great War, um, largely populated by the tribals, um, so pretty uncivilized. So I think it would be really wild. Mr. Uh, House isn't even awake yet. Mm-hmm. He's still in a coma. Well, somebody better go ring a ding ding, you know. <laughs> ah, ah. It would be really cool. I would want to go to California because I, I have never played a lot of the older games. The oldest one I played a little of was Fallout Three, so I'd like mm-hmm. to go to some places that you know are in Fallout Two, Fallout. One. Yeah, some of the previous games. Yeah. yeah, it would be really cool to kind of go over there and see what that's like. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if they would do. We have never seen anything outside of America, so yeah. I, I am curious if they'll want to do anything like that. Like, what if they were, were to take us to somewhere in Europe or South America? I mean, heck, I mean, you know, all for Newfoundland. You know, I'd love to see Kong. that. Oh, Hong Kong would be. Do you think oh, because be cool. Fallout is so deeply entrenched in Americana, do you think they'll ever mm. look into doing that? I wish they would, because a lot of times it feels like they forget that their gaming demographic isn't just Americans. Mm. Um, right. 
I, I think about that all the time, especially right now. We have like Easter stuff in the atomic shop. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know, there are people all over the world playing this with all sorts mm-hmm. of different beliefs and viewpoints, etc. That's so a it's good like, point. Mm-hmm. I, I always think about, I've always thought about going to the USSR um, in this storyline or going to Hong Kong or someplace similar because it's like, that'd be incredible. And it would, it would flip it and give you such uh, an opportunity to create something within it where you're not held down by everything you've already made where you just like you can just completely reimagine it almost okay sorry i think about it a lot yeah, no like, I, <laughs> uh, no it's not like the fallout london mod which has been in development for a while if you guys get a check chance to check that out that's a perfect example of somebody interpreting what london would be um in the fallout 4 engine um mm. and like the characters are really weird like there's this crazy queen elizabeth looking person with attack like dogs um yes like the whole, it's a cool idea so you can, can still be in a fallout world but you know check out some different new creatures and people and right and and, and part of that i think that would be fairly easy to do because part of modern like well i guess postmodern imperialism is that uh, you know big superpower culture is present throughout the places that associate with that. So you see a lot of Russian influences in places like Ukraine or, you know, those areas that it it used to have back in the USSR. There's a lot of American influences in, uh, you know, Western Europe, like that kind of stuff is, is already present in the real world, but it fallout. It's, it's like ramped up so much that it's like a parody of itself. So it's like, if you go to like Paris and everything is like branded red rocket and all the Parisians are like, what the hell were they thinking? What are these guys doing? These people are stupid. Why does everything have to be this? And they like despise the world that they're in. Like, I feel like that there could be a case for that, that you don't have to do too much to change it all over because clearly the, the American advertisement in fallout is probably around the world. Everyone like the advertisement marketing machine is going hard. Oh yeah, I believe so. I bet there's, isn't there even some lore about it in the Nuka-Cola facilities, I imagine? Like, where, where all is Nuka-Cola? Is there any competing brand of soda anywhere, really, outside of the U.S.? It's like, it's interesting. And I think, I forget what that place was in, um, gosh, a location in Fallout 3 where it was a whole, like, city block that was just leftover Chinese soldiers who had been there since the bombs. I forget where that was exactly. Does anybody remember? I forget that too. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I can't remember. Oh, see, like, this is when, when we miss our our, our super powered lore person. Yeah. And just this is, this is our blind spot. We're running blind now. Make up a name, and then we'll fix it in post. I'm just kidding. There is no post whatsoever. Tom's like, I must consult the codex. Yeah, there's been Sunset Sarsaparilla, but those were both U.S. I mean, like international yeah. competing brands, right? Because you don't you don't hear about a lot of and it makes sense in this storyline because America was so isolationist. Like they just continued the isolationism from the World War I era um, throughout the entirety until the bombs dropped. So it's really interesting. I, I don't know. I've always, always wondered. I wish, because you know, you see it on Twitter all the time. Huge groups of people play across seas in Europe in Asia and various parts. So it's like, I wonder what some of their takes would be. Like, what would they want to see? as far as like, any of it, really. I don't know. Speaking of camp building, if you guys get a chance, 
I started following one and then you kind of get down a rabbit hole on Twitter where you, you find other ones, but the Japanese Fallout oh 76 camp oh builders are They're insane. Like the level of creativity coming out of out of them is just in amazing. The camps that they build and the ideas that yeah. they come up with, and um, there's quite a few of them on on uh, on Twitter to check out. Um, yeah, I follow I follow quite a few of them. Wow, and they're just uh, definitely an inspiration to any builder. Yeah, looking Absolutely. to try to you know, I mean, they create games and like just buttons and all just all these different types of things that just amaze you it's like what is that you know something that i always say is imagine your pieces as what else they could be and they take that to a next level red Rex, did you see the they built inside the atrium it was almost like honey i shrunk the kids with everything was oversized like they had a massive laptop and a race car and it was like they were shrunk down everything was scaled up i'll have to find that picture oh, but that was it's it was just like honey i shrunk the kids like everything mm-hmm. they built in there was large scale so it looked like they had shrunk that's crazy it's really ingenious yeah actually before i joined in here we on camp crashers we saw um plasma bats built a giant guitar i mean it, i mean yeah. strings and everything yes. it's it was amazing to see you know live it was just a lot of work, a lot of detail, a lot, a lot of work, so much work. Oh yeah. That's the so of everything from the shelters. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I, I was just curious. Do you all have any final thoughts on on this year? Any you know takeaways? You know, final sermons before we put the the outlook of the future to rest. Hmm. I'm excited uh, and optimistic. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I'm it's easy. Too. Yeah, I think it's easy to, to to fall into the pit of despair of, hey, where's the significant content? But I think like we've discussed, this is going to be a very important year for setting the stage of the future of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think all, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super excited, especially after the Microsoft investment into it. And they know how many players are playing it. They want to keep it alive from mm-hmm. yeah. what they said. So what do you do? Well, you, you perfect it first, and then you start introducing more content again. And I don't know. I think we have great things in store for the game. Definitely. Right. Yeah. I think I think that's a great I think that's a great that's a great point, Finwa, because it's like, you know, Games Pass is more competing with 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 Netflix than it is anything else. And when you think about like mainstays and things that they want as their mainstay, like Fallout seventy six would be a mainstay for Games Pass as a game that you can always return to. There's always something new. There's always something going on. Like it's it, it kind of feels that world like um like Sea of Thieves for them that. There's always something happening. It's kind of like I'm trying to think of a good example. And the best one I'm coming up with is like, there's always going to be a new season of Queer Eye on Netflix, and this is, you know, this is but this is Microsoft's Queer Eye. Like, you're always going to be able to get that, and it's always going to. They're always making a new one. They're always, you know, iterating upon it, trying to do something new and, and, and produce some good content. Absolutely, Rux. Did you have thoughts? I mean. I'm definitely excited for this coming year and and I really like where this game has how it's progressed and um, you know a lot of people stopped playing it because they were upset or whatever and you know a lot of people are starting to come back and realize you know some games just they need they take a while to get fixed and this game is becoming what we all want it to be yeah 
It's grown. So, it's definitely grown yeah. so much. And it's yeah. wild thinking about when Todd first announced this game. We're finally doing, like so many of us are doing, exactly what he thought we mm. would be doing. Mm-hmm. We are telling the stories. We're building, mm-hmm. you know, how many role-playing communities are out there? Podcasts, shows on Twitch that really take advantage of the spirit of that thought. Mm-hmm. And I think this year we're going to see even more of it. Because <laughs> so, we got to. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a great point. It's a great point. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, I think that we've come to the end of our showtime. I'm sure we could be here all day talking about all the stuff we're excited for with uh, the new year, 2021, all the fun seasons, you know, spring has sprung and all. Uh, But I want to give the chance to the Atomic Stop people uh, individually to shout out and uh, see what these people are up to. So, Scully, why don't we start with you? What what you got going on? What do you want to what do you want to show off for the people here? Uh, so I stream here on Twitch under Scullyface. Um, I do mostly building uh, a couple little shows on uh, Tuesdays. I do a tech support stream, so I you know go over uh, different things for people who are looking to start streaming. Um, some technical stuff that they can set up. Uh, Thursdays, I literally walk around the wasteland and explore the map with a couple of friends. And then Fridays, I I build with a friend for building friendship Fridays. Which is always fun. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Trizzle, what about you? Uh so besides my Wednesday homies with my family here on Comic Stop, Tuesdays and Thursdays I um I participate in Campfire West Virginia Tales with two of my homies, another fellow nerd, El Jorge, and a West Virginia born and bred um homeboy. And on Tuesdays, we bring cryptids around the world to your campfire or our screen. And we try to do it all within one daily of the Queen of the Hunt and get, you know, completed in time uh, when we tell these other cryptids or uh, urban myths or ghosts or whatnot. And on Thursday, we traveled around the map of West Virginia and we compared uh, in-game locations to real-life West Virginia locations. And or we'll go over West Virginia cryptids that are in the game and other animals and uh, fossils and whatnot. So anything that's like West Virginia and that's in Fallout 76, we go over that in our show on Thursday night. That's awesome. Kinda fun. Nice. I'm, I'm especially a fan of that. I'll have to catch it sometime. Uh, <laughs> Finwa, what about you, my good sir? Ah, well, um, I do a show over on Twitch. Well, here, if you're on Twitch right now watching this, but um, on my channel, three times a week on Friday evenings, Sunday afternoons, and Wednesday afternoons. I do live musical performances of music from the Fallout, entire Fallout franchise, and other movies, TV shows, other video games, and sometimes songs that I just like. So, yeah. It's the best party on Twitch. It, it really oh, is. It's so much fun to watch. It's Amazing. Really is. It's a good time. <laughs> Brad Rocks, what about you, man? Oh, man, you know, uh, I stream Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, 4.30 p.m. EST, we do a little camp crashing, basically go in and uninvited to people's camps, and the chat kind of gives their rating on what they think of the uh, uh, of the camp. Uh, so I have a lot of fun doing that. Um, obviously, the uh, Atomic Stop on Wednesday. Um, just, I just love having fun with my peeps. It's good. It's a good time. But that's about it for me. That's the, that's the best way to make content is having fun with your peeps. He's also on the UWN. Oh, I mean, there's also yeah. the UWN. 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at the baby monitor right now too. So. <laughs> I know, and yeah. where can we catch the the atomic stop when is that where can we watch it what's what's dealio there again so our usual shows are on wednesdays at 9 p.m uh pacific daylight time 11 not 11 at uh, 12 a.m eastern uh however this week we will be starting a little early because we have a special guest who has an early bedtime yeah <laughs> I have an early bedtime, so I 100% understand. I love going to bed early. It's my favorite thing in the world. Now, as far as the amount of sleep I get these days, very little. (laughs) We are the late, late. What is sleep? Sleep? I don't even know what it is. I know. I don't think we ever sleep. sleep. (laughs) We have stream now. (laughs) Get more contact. Yeah. Well, I want to. Late, late night show, man. Well, I want to doubly thank you all again for coming on the show. It's been a blast. It's fun to, to talk about all the work that you're doing and catch up on some of the stuff that's coming out this year. Uh, Ken, do you have anything that you want to talk about you've got going on in your world? Uh, well, the next, the final chapter uh, in the Sickle Man saga is, is finally almost done. Um, and then we're moving on to some new stories. Um, we'll be shaking things up a little bit. There will be two people joining the cast this season which i'm really excited about um bethesda community manager lady devon is going to be voicing a character named atomic alice um she's uh, a trust fund baby uh, who's having a sweet 16 party at top of the world and everything went to shit um so she uh she became a raider who with a penchant for nuclear weaponry um, who doesn't Ooh. take any crap. So uh, she's a junkies build. She's going to meet the Chad gang at Mama Murmurmurg's um, Rusty Pick Bar. Um, we also have um, Fallout 76 lead quest designer and writer Ferret Bowden, who's joining the cast as well. He's going to be uh, playing a character named Dolos, the archivist. He's uh, a librarian with some shady bit of past going on. Nice. That's some, you know, get right from the source. Yeah. Get your characters right from the source. That's the that's the beauty of the magic, man. Um, as far as what I've got going on tomorrow, we've got another episode of Vault Boys. Um, if you, uh, like uh, a particular person on this cast known as Kenneth McGue, he will be on the show tomorrow talking about some of his podcasts. And some of, he, I, I offered I've him. stories. I offered to, to give him the floor to talk about some weird New England stuff. And he had he had talked to me a little bit in, in, in several years prior about, like, giant lobsters and some, like, truly disturbing stuff. Um, and he's going to be sharing all the disturbing details tomorrow on Vault Boys on Twitch at 5 p.m. and later on podcast services. Uh, so check that out. It'll be fun. And uh, you can catch this podcast on any podcast service that you have. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much anything except for FM, AM, radio. But we're working on that. We're building the satellite. We're going to get there. That's the promise. You know, we need to, we, we should start a Patreon for that to get like an AM radio transmitter, you know. Those things reach. What do you think, Ken? I, I mean, no? I, might know, I might know somebody <laughs> who has one of those. Hey. <laughs> We're gonna be out there. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be a big deal. Um, and you can also catch us. This is W A A F. 
The Morgan Town here. Catch us. And now with Fenwar with Captain Abad. Yeah. You know, I brought the energy at the beginning, but man, this end energy. This is this is good. This is good stuff. This is like we've reached like the the the, the nut of this it's cracker. The morning you know? drive. Morning drive. <laughs> W-O-U-R-N Morning W-M-I-S The ultimate mistake Oh my Well I think we need to We need to end this show before it, before it absolutely Falls off the rails uh, You can catch us every every uh, every other week 5pm at Twitch The Fallout Hub can lead us out With, a, with another radio ad Hmm um, this Monday, the Lutheran Church is also going to be hosting a bake sale um, that's going to go towards the proceeds for some of the ladies over there at the community center doing some small things. And uh, also, we have a lovely little ad here for Books Pharmacy. They have a sale on diuretics this week. And on that, we bid you adieu. Uh all right, don't go anywhere because we're gonna uh, we're gonna raid somebody here. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going anywhere. Let's pass on the love and uh, let's roll that outro. And let's raid. What what is with the Lutherans? Why are you why are you all about the Lutheran? You're like oh the Lutheran Church and it's like very specific. I got a whole bunch of flyers in my mailbox today, and I'm still salty about it. Oh no! I you know I've been getting letters from the the Jesuit the Jesuit people, and I got one that's like you're invited to the biggest holiday, the death of Jesus. And it said that in all ca- like it was like boldface all caps, and I'm like, Damn. that is very excited for something that that it seems like would be fairly more. <laughs> yes, I don't know those those ads reminded me of uh, Welcome to Night Vale ads. I'm just like, go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you get a pink envelope and it says urgent, please open now, and you open it up and it says, Do you know that your car insurance is expired? Oh my god. <laughs> would you like to? Extend your warranty, like bro. I, I feel like we're all living in a silent hell in which everyone calls us to extend our car warranty. Yeah, like, I don't. Yes. Yeah. I don't I have, my car is brand new. Like I have factory warranty. Like why are you even calling me? <laughs> my car is even under my name, and I'm like, why are you calling me? I'm, and they're always like, "This is our final notice," and I'm like, "Good, good, <laughs> good, thank you, good, dude. Take me to court. File those fees. I'm waiting." But it's like. I, I'm honestly surprised if somebody calls me who's a real person and is somebody I know. I'm like, what are you doing? You're not a what? You're not a scam. Why are you calling me? This has to be fake. <laughs> this is the scam. But it's uh, fucking <sighs> modern living. I love. Well, it. sorry I was late to the party here, guys. That's okay. Well, no, you got you got a good intro. I don't know if you could hear it, but you got a, a WWE style. <laughs> I did. I got. Okay. Good. <laughs> 
I'm glad you were at least able to make it, Rux. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I'm like, you know, looking, you know, doing my stream. And I look at my phone real quick and obviously look at the Instagram and I'm like, oh, Lord. See, like 20 <laughs> notifications from the group chat. <laughs> we're all like, like oh, Rux. <laughs> That's okay though. It worked out. Brought some people in, and you know, it, it was it was good. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Thanks, yes. thanks for ha- thanks for having me, inviting us for sure. Yeah, this was fun. Guys. Yeah, it was. Oh fun. yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming on, and and th- thank thanks to Buzzy, uh, Scully, and Fedwa for being like the first people to call in on a call in show that we were like, we don't know how this is gonna go, but yeah. we're gonna do it anyways. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ken like, kind of showed up here. at my house the night before and was like, "You're gonna join." Held a gun to me, and I was just like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll we're be gonna there. do it." So that's the secret is Ken is secretly a mobster behind me and Tom's back and is like, you're going to do this for us. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to be so delightful on the podcast. I swear to God, you're going to be the most joyous person we've ever freaking had on here. I have a story about that. (laughs) The cast messenger group over on Facebook is just constant threats. I'm just like, oh boy, joke me. But anyway, no, maybe no. Yeah. Just, just, just a little. I'll often send wrong things on that on that chat messenger because I'm a part of that as well. I'll often send the wrong thing and have to delete it. But sometimes it's like, here's a photo of my dog. But one time that I just left it, it was like, let me put like a local campaign, like a, just a local campaign sign that was annoying me. I put it in a bucket and I set it on fire. And so it's like this local council person sign. I just threw in a bucket and I sent it to this random chat. And I don't think it made sense to anyone, but everybody just ignored it. So it was fine. Yeah. Dave has been patiently waiting in there for one year and four months for the Cryptid Creeps episode, which was supposed to be mm-hmm. episode six of season one. Now we're on oh, episode man. two, season five. We'll get there. We'll get there. You know, that's kind of like. That's like the thing. That's the carrot on the stick for me. You know, once that happens, then I'm gone. You'll never see me again. Like that's my that's the carrot on my stick. You know, <laughs> you gotta hold that, that out there for me. Was I just supposed to turn my camera on? Because I didn't even notice that I could do that. Oh, you could have. <laughs> you could have. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, but you can. You know. No, no. I just I just realized that I had that option. <laughs> no, because you made me feel better not having the camera to work. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> this is just like my camera. To- Hey man, I got fancy lights behind me. I, All I'm out Palooza needs to happen. I, I oh. really think it could happen. Like it really, it really. Could. We're going into summer festival season. Absolutely, because of COVID, it's you, you should, know there's going to be less of them. Uh, you should check uh. out. Um, I think Game Game Arena Fine uh, highlighted the whole vod. Um, but you should check out what Somo did just I mean, last weekend. The Frequenauts, amazing. Yeah. It was definitely um, awesome. And yeah, was that? Was, uh, Oh, it's on video on demand. I gotta catch that. I saw your pictures and I thought, "Oh, that's awesome." There's an in-game. Oh, yeah. oh. It was, it was crazy. I never, the music was, it was on point. It was like really going oh. to a show. It was like really going. That's it was so so, cool. It was great. It was. Even I was dancing on in the Barry kitchen. Mentats. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Everybody was purple. It was crazy. I woke up with a snallygaster. Oh my oh, god! So another not an Apple Watch. Perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> Typical. But uh, I actually have to jump off here, get this shorty up out of the crib, and she's like, Dude, where's damn. my snack? Where's my snack? <laughs> I love her so much. She's yeah, so she's cute. The trip. She's like, yeah. snack, snack time! <laughs> <laughs> and I need to go pick up my teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. So I will Sounds thank great. you so much for the opportunity, guys. Thanks. And oh. have a good day. 
Thank you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Okay, you hang out. No, you hang out. Okay. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll hang out. Let's roll that out. Welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. Hi, I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Romer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at Three Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using 3CountThoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell.